What's up, everybody? Tangents Gaming Podcast. Today, what we're going to be doing is we're going to be answering a question that was sent in by Drinks with Josh. My name is Toby. Welcome. The question was a, quite a simple question. It, you know, it's actually quite fun. And I want you guys to do the exact same thing. I want you to... Write in and tell me your answers to this particular question. The question is, what systems have you all owned and why did you pick them? Very good question. And everybody has their very own reasoning behind each of the systems and why you picked them. First up for me, it was when I was super young in the 1980s. Yes, I am that old. And my very first one was the Atari. I can't remember which version it was. I think it was a 7200. And this one, I don't know how my mom could afford it being a single parent in the 80s with no help, but she did. And I had tons of games. I remember playing it for so many hours and becoming actually really good and enjoying video games for the very first time. Unlike kids t- today, the graphics on the Atari was very you know, simple. But I've had games like Frostbite, Crackpot, and even Plaque Attack. I had even Star Wars and one of the worst games ever created, E.T., the video game. But to this day, it was the pinnacle of my gaming life. This is what made me start when it came to video games. The Atari. One of the first systems I ever got. Then later in the 80s, it was nothing more than the great Nintendo Entertainment System. When I... My mom asked me, what would you like for video game systems? And I said, well, I like the Sega Master System or the original Sega. And everybody was bashing me. Why do you like that piece of crap? That was useless. And my mom goes, you know, let's go see what kind of games there are for it. So, of course, we went out and we tried finding video games to rent. In the end... My mom looked at me and says, there's no way you're going to get a Sega because there's no games out there. Everything and everybody has Nintendo. It's like, all right, fine. So my 8-bit system was a Nintendo and some of the games that were in my library were Arch Rivals, Super Mario Brothers, even Trogger. T-R-O-G. That one was actually kind of cute. My mom enjoyed that one as well. And like Blades of Steel and Ice Hockey, exact same thing. Hockey was my life when I was younger, so you got to add those ones. From the Nintendo, I had a choice between a Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis. I had friends with both. And the one that got me really, really hooked on what was with Sega 
was because it had NHL 92. Not 93, 92. And in reality, it was any, what was it? World hockey or something like that. Like it was way before. And that's what made me absolutely bonafide wanted this. Was that NHL one of the first of the mini series that Electronic Arts has? Of course, I loved it, got it, and I played it. The only thing was, is that when I got the Sega Genesis, it was the version 2, not the version 1, with the volume and stuff. So, it kind of sucked, but I still loved it. I've I played so many games like Earthworm Jim, NHL 93, 94, 95, 96, and 97. Like, those were the pinnacles. Those were the games I played the most. My mom, as soon as I came home, I would play those for hours. I even got, what was it, Indiana Jones. That was a freaking tough game, I'm not going to lie. There are some times that I take a look back and it's like, man, I wish I got a Super Nintendo. Because there were some games on the Super Nintendo that I really loved. But when it came to fighting, Mortal Kombat was the way to go on the Genesis. And I only played this game not long ago. But when I was doing research about Splatterhouse, that game was intense. And I might actually make a video about Splatterhouse and how like crazy it was at the time of video games. Like in the, what was it, in the 90s and possibly the 80s. Like it was crazy but I wanted to play that so much because of the violence another system that I had was Game Boy I saved up my paper route money and got the Game Boy which I also got Tetris, Super Mario World and a tank game I had a few other games in there so but you know it is what it is. Then from the Sega Genesis, I moved over to the original PlayStation. I played this and I fell in love with it. The one game that got me loving the PlayStation was Tekken 3. The graphics, the movement, like it was up and beyond magnificent. And when I told my mom I loved the PlayStation... She was kind of, you know, humming and hawing. She thought about a Nintendo. Which was Nintendo 64 at the time. And it's like, no, mom, I really do want the PlayStation. And I can guarantee you, it's going to be popular. There's going to be games. It's going to be the system that's going to carry on. And to this day, she said she was hesitant. But when she went and seen the price of the two... And how many PlayStations there actually was. She thought to herself that the PlayStation was actually true on what I said. Then when she went down to 
the video store just to check the lineup of video games, she was very impressed with the PlayStation library that we could rent. So that's the reason why she actually followed up and bought me an original PlayStation. My aunt got me absolutely hooked on Gran Turismo. And to this day, I will play Gran Turismo for S and Giggles. When it comes to the PlayStation, it was so incredible. I could probably talk about so many of the games that I've played and some of a bunch of games that I wish I would have played. But that's another episode. This is one of the most interesting reasons why I switched from the original PlayStation to the original Xbox. Because in not 2001 or 2002, uh, my buddy Gio and I, we pooled our money together to rent the PS2 as well as the newest hockey game at the time. We popped it in. We thought, oh man, this is cool. Plugged in both controllers. Started playing it. We looked at each other. Looked at the game. And he goes, you know, this has a PlayStation 1 skill. It's like, yeah, it actually really does. It didn't have the next generation or the next console graphics. Anything like that. Like, it did not feel like it was the PlayStation 2. It just felt like a overhyped PlayStation 1. So I like, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Maybe we'll wait for a little bit and rent it again when more games are out or find a different game that was more addictive. It just totally agreed with me. Not that long ago, after that, I was hanging out with another buddy who took me over to this one guy's house who's huge into Microsoft. Like, if he doesn't have a Microsoft tattoo, I'd be shocked. And he had a thing called the Xbox. I'm looking at him, it's like, the Xbox? He goes, oh yeah, man, it's the next best thing. It's better than PlayStation 2. Let me try it. The game that I tried was a racing car game and when I played it I was like in shock the graphics were incredible it was smooth the chrome of these vehicles were shiny like realistic chrome and looking at them it's like dude this is beyond unbelievable he goes do you like it I said yeah we played we took turns we just absolutely nailed it and I thought at the time it was pretty clever that Microsoft decided to put a hard drive within the system. Whatever. Said, all right, I'm heading home. You know, everybody's said, all right, just have good night and we'll talk to you later. Went home, hopped on the original PlayStation. And oh my God. That right there, absolutely destroyed what I thought the original Xbox looked like. Like, I, when I played the original Xbox, I thought it was, you know, beautiful circles, good graphics, incredible. But then I got to see 
all the little lines, the hexagons, things like that. And I'm looking at it going, I can't play this. The original Xbox destroyed my visions of the original PlayStation. It was horrific and horrendous. So when I did get the original Xbox, some of the games that I fell in love with were like Midnight Club 3 Dub Edition. Links Golf. Golf for Pete's sake. Ew. Oh. Rainbow Six 3. Now that was my very first love of first-person shooting. Like, I played Rainbow Six on the original PlayStation, but I didn't really love that one. But this one, it was... It was awesome. It got me hooked on the first-person shooting Rainbow Six. Then after the OG Xbox, I went to the 360, you know... If the original Xbox was good, the 360 was better. And you know, despite the red ring, I do have to say it was one of the best systems that I've ever owned. Hands down. And even some of the titles that came with it, like Saints Row. I know you can get it for the PlayStation, but I feel that Saints Row is an Xbox title. Rainbow Six Las Vegas 2. That was a game that I'll put on my Mount Rushmore of video games. If I had the chance and opportunity, I'd still be playing it now. Hell, I'll, my kids and I still play the 360. We even have two Xbox Ones, but I prefer the 360 more than anything else. I don't know why. It's just that way. Ah, So, Drinks with Josh... Those were my systems and the reason why I switched. If I had my choice, I would get the newest Xbox. However, when you have five kids with one system, it just does not want to work because they want to hog that particular system and not let anybody play it. We're having a hard enough time with two Xbox Ones with five kids. Yeah, it is what it is. So my homework for you guys is to take your list and the reason why you picked those particular video games, send them to me at tangentsgaming189 at gmail.com and tell me with your lineup if I pick your list, I will read it here exclusively on Dystopia and I'll give you a huge shout out. All right, you guys, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out bio.link forward slash tangents gaming for all your needs, all your wants, everything like that. Tangents Gaming 189. That's Tangents Gaming without the G 189 on social media. And I hope to hear from you soon. Make sure you like, subscribe, share everything that you possibly can with the show. If you're on Spotify, hit follow. Same thing with Apple. If you want a little bit extra content that I do create, get the Dystopia app, which is in my bio link. 
then with that app, it allows you to listen to my show. If you get a membership, that even allows you to listen to my exclusive content only on Dystopia. So, not a bad deal. But in the meantime, guys, thanks to you for tuning in. And I will catch you next time right here on Tangents Gaming Podcast.